Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. The strategy of Prosecutor Frederick Apt has been clear and simple and deadly. To prove not only that May Grant killed Marcel Blanc, but also to prove that May was passionately in love with the murdered man, and that out of her infatuation grew the motive for murder. <coughs> well, one look at May's white, drawn face, the way she clutches her husband's hand, would indicate how beautifully Apt is succeeding. And one look at defense lawyer Perry Mason, who is working rapidly on a paper spread before him, would indicate that he also is desperately worried. But if you could stand with Della and look over Perry's shoulder... Almost finished, Della. Yes, Perry. I'm ruling three sheets of paper here into columns. Yeah, two columns to a page. That's hmm? right. One page for you, one page for me, and one for May. All right. But why? Now, just a second, just a second. Ah, May. Now, I have noticed something. Mm-hmm. The witness chair squeaks. What did you say? The witness chair squeaks. You know what that means. You get a chance to get even. Perry Mason, you won 90 cents from me at the McKean trial, and I'm now, not... Now is your chance to get even. I absolutely refuse What's to have it. What's the matter? I... Are you, uh, scared? No, I'm not scared, but I oh, know... Oh, now the chair has got a lovely squeak. And I thought you were serious. I am. As a matter of fact, it has two squeaks. A single squeak and a double squeak. <laughs> now... You take one of these sheets of paper, and I'll take one. Uh, oh, do you want the doubles or the singles? The squeaks, that is. Um, which one do you want? Well, I'd kind of like the doubles. No, 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 no. I want the doubles. Oh, well, since you were a loser last time. All right, now, we'll both keep track. For how much? Oh, a dime a squeak. That's best. Mm-hmm. Shake. Right. Right. Wait a minute, what about the third sheet of paper? May gets that. Oh. Look at her, Dellen. She just looks... Bad, yes. Now, let us take her mind off Mr. Apt and his evidence. She can be umpire, keep score, and settle any disputes. Okay. You know why she looks especially down today, don't you, Chief? Hmm? Today is Dory's birthday. Today? Yeah. Oh. All the more reason. She keeps on looking whipped. She'll be whipped. That's right. Uh, take this page to her, hmm? And make sure she's got a pencil. And don't try to get around her. I want a fair and impartial referee. Uh, tell us your name and address, please. Pratt. Frederick Pratt, Chicago, Illinois. And your occupation, Mr. Pratt? I manage a restaurant near the Chicago Air Terminal. Now... Uh, Mr. Pratt, uh, what you're about to tell us is the thing you saw yourself. Uh, simple, but important. What? Eh? This chair squeaks. Oh, well, never mind that now. Uh, but don't you think... Uh, Mr. Pratt. Yes, sir. Have you ever seen the defendant before? I saw her. She came into the restaurant the night of the 17th. Now, tell us just what you saw. Well, this fellow Blank and Mr. Carlo and the kid were all in booth number 12. That's a back booth. You knew them? No, but when you showed me their pictures, I remembered. Very well, go on. It was after midnight. That's our rush time. I was busy and didn't notice anybody in the booth. Well, not at first. 
Except that a man and a woman and a kid were in it. And then what happened? Well, all of a sudden, a woman let out a yell. I looked over and I saw this Mrs. Grant. Uh, where was she? Standing in front of the booth. She hollered something like, uh, there you are, or I found you. I don't remember the exact words, but... Oh, uh, what did you do? Well, I thought something was wrong, so I headed over to stop it. You know, if there was going to be a disturbance. Well, then I felt kind of foolish. No? She didn't need any help. She was doing okay. Well, what do you mean? By the time I got over there, Mrs. Grant and this guy Blank, they were hugging and kissing and... Oh. Yeah, yeah, they were in a big clinch. Oh. I'd gone charging over there like Galahad to the rescue, so I had to say something. Yes, of course. And she had yelled out. Mm. So, after a while, when they uh, came up for air... <laughs> well, uh, go on, go on. Well, I said, uh, anything the matter, lady? Which was a foolish question, because anybody could see there was nothing the matter. And, uh, and uh, what did Mrs. Grant say? She didn't make any complaint. No? It uh, seems they got separated in the terminal, and Auntie May, they called her Auntie May, was so happy to see the guy... Well, she kissed him. Just a moment. That's a leading question. I'll rephrase it then, Mr. Mason. Uh, they were kissing. It looked uh, mutual to me. And let me ask, did Mrs. Grant uh, seem afraid, frightened at all? Oh, oh, everything was fine and dandy. And the little girl, was she all right? Oh, sure. She was drinking a glass of hot milk. Yeah, everything was hunky-dory, Mr. Rapp. Love and kisses. Now, and that's all, Mr. Pratt. Are you a witness, Mason? Uh, no questions. What? No questions, Mr. App. Oh, well, since it's getting late, Your Honor, I move we recess until tomorrow morning. Hmm? Well, have you any objections, Mr. Mason? Oh, no, no, no objections. <coughs> so ordered. Court recessed until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. It was two, Perry. Now, Mason. now, Della. Eight single squeaks and 15 doubles. That's seven more doubles. Well, you can't count two of my singles now, and one of your doubles. Listen, you owe me 70 cents, Perry Mason, and don't you try to get out of it. All now, right, that's what all you... right, all right, all right, Della. Take our tally sheets to the referee. We will abide by May's decision. Uh, here comes Aunt. Tell May I'll see her later. You just wait. You'll see that I'm right. We will let the judge settle it for us. Oh. Huh? Why are you going to have the judge settle, Mr. Mason? Hmm? Oh. Oh, it's Mr. Rand. Well, so it is. <laughs> yeah. A little argument with your staff, Mason? Call it a dispute. Hmm? Yeah, why don't you... Uh, take those pages to the judge before Mr. Rapp strains his eyes, Bella. We'll get our answers later. Yes, sir. Well, you're changing your strategy, Mason. I am? You didn't cross-examine Lillian Morrison. You only asked that chambermaid a question or two. You didn't cross-examine this last witness at all. We'll know the score this afternoon, Mr. Mason. Oh, fine. Yes, Mason, I've been watching you. Well, this man is on the alert, Della. Oh, right in there pitching all the time. He noticed that I didn't cross-examine Mr. Pratt. Oh? He wonders why. Oh. I think I'll tell him. Why, Chief? You're tipping your strategy. Well, I think he deserves it. Uh, come here a moment, Daft. I'll show you why I didn't dare cross-examine Pratt. Now, if you'll just sit here in the witness chair, Apt. Go on, go on. Yeah. All right, Mason. Now, um, notice this chair, if you please. Yeah, what about it? It squeaks. And not only a single squeak, Mr. Apt, but this is a deluxe chair. Single and double squeak. And do you know something, Mr. Rapp? Now, please listen carefully, because I am explaining my strategy. 
when you finished with Mr. Pratt. The chair had squeaked 15 double squeaks, but only eight singles. Really? And I had the singles. Miss Street had the doubles. Well, you can see, Mr. Pratt. Well, I was losing by 70 cents. Now, if I'd kept the witness in the chair, why, I might have gone on and on and on. Oh. I'm sure that you would have done the same thing had you been in my shoes. Dollars are hard to come by these days. Very amusing, Mr. Mason. I hope you'll keep on being amused. Oh, we'll try, Mr. Hatt. We'll try real hard. A lovely smile, Miss Street. Thank you. I wonder if you'll wear it long. Well? Especially if you knew my strategy. If you knew what I'm thinking about right now. Uh, good day, Mr. Mason. Good day. Goodbye. Goodbye. Perry. Um, there is a keen lad. Think he is going to pull a rabbit out of the hat? Mm. More likely an axe. Yes, but then why tell you? Well, Mr. Aft is gouging in the clinches. He wants me worried. Oh? Yes, a keen lad. He got what he wanted. Um... Are you worried? Yes, about more than 70 cents. And about more than Paul's two dollars and a half. Oh, well. Look, um, how about doing some birthday shopping for Dory, huh? You can use some of your winnings. And then how would you like to meet me in the conference room of the jail? I can tell you this. Perry Mason's hunch is right. There is reason to worry. Because Mr. Apt is about to spring a new bit of strategy. But more of that tomorrow, so won't you be sure and join us? Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.